Hello, my dears. My name is Joanna, and I welcome you to Johanna Takonis, the Deconstruction of CPDSD podcast. In this episode, we will talk about the question, why do I feel so inferior? Or the inner voices, sometimes called inner critics. The voices that beat you down and are sometimes mistaken for the inner voice of reason or the like, which causes harm and it hinders the healing process. So let us talk about it. We all have been in a situation like that before. We do something wrong and then we hear in our head, of course it would go wrong. Now, if we are a healthy and balanced person, this kind of negative intrusive thought appears sparingly and is pushed aside easily. In general, having voices inside your head is completely normal, unless they tell you something new. Having these voices be their own complete personalities or having them feel like complete foreign voices are different cases. These two cases could hint at schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder or now DID, but that is not what this episode is about. This episode is about beating yourself up, which is something way too many people do, and it is often a side effect of abuse. The world kicks you down enough on its own. It doesn't need any help in doing so. But I know how hard it is to change these voices or this behavior. To not talk yourself down when things go wrong, and you make a mistake. To be caring and forgiving with yourself. Not to brush the problems aside, but to face them and still be empathic with yourself. We first talk about where does these voices come from, and then how we can change these voices. Before we get into where these voices come from, I want to emphasize that it doesn't mean it was done intentionally. It can be done out of neglect, not knowing or how they learned it themselves. It can also be done, of course, intentionally and maliciously. People often underestimate the effect they have on other people. With that being said, the voices are usually truths and statements you were taught to believe. That happens most of the time in the childhood, but with enough dedication in adulthood too. The key is to reinforce a reaction or truth long enough until the other person believes it, which is easiest done with children, as they strongly depend on their environment to form an opinion or find out what is right or wrong. Even if it isn't done during that time, it can lay the groundwork for later abusers. So how do you know that happened to you? One big indicator is that you have trouble standing up for yourself or defending your position. This can be the consequence of not being encouraged as a child to do so and often getting mixed reactions to mistakes you made. To put it differently, did you feel safe to run to your parental figures if something went wrong? When you did a mistake, were you encouraged to follow your own choices without a but, be it silent or loud? Did you feel secure enough to try, even if there was likelihood of failure? Did you feel hurt? 
Did you feel like your voice and opinion was taken seriously? These things lie the groundwork for lack of self-confidence and points abusers later can exploit. It makes you feel like you don't matter and your voice is not worth hearing. Then, if someone suddenly does care, it causes confusion and feels wrong and sometimes make you feel like an imposter. Which leads us to our second point. How can we change these voices? Which is quite hard and won't be done overnight. Unlike other instances, where we just needed to override the false statement, this requires also to unlearn a behavior learned over a long time. But first, we need to find the source. If this behavior is for you a changed behavior than before, then the cause is usually found in or before that time frame. If you were always like this, or had a tendency to be like this, then the issue was likely in your childhood. If it was in your childhood, it is often either the parental figures or your social environment, be it other children, the neighborhood, or the like. The principle remains basically the same. Review statements and treatments you received. Try to see it from a neutral standpoint or ask someone you trust for their opinion or imagine someone else being treated this way. Would you be okay with it? Why and why not? Once again, the why question will guide you to the source of it all. And secondly, find a positive and supportive role model, preferably out of your own life. A person that responded well to your mistakes and encouraged you and cares for your well-being. The next part is tricky and might take a few tries, as it did for me. Try to have the role model's opinions, words and the like be the response to your behavior instead of the other. The way I managed to do this is by recognizing the harmful behavior to be wrong and the role model behavior to be the healthy and good one. Our brain tries to follow the path of a successful other individual to increase the likelihood of our survival. Usually that are the parental figures, but sometimes that has to be someone else. As usual, if you want me to go into more detail, please let me know. That was it for today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Hope you are safe and well. And, as always, if you have any questions or feedback and the like, please let me know at contactme at johannatakonis.com. More information and transcript you can find, as usually, under johannatakonis.com slash podcast slash and links are in the description. I hope to see you next time. Watch yourself and have a wonderful time.